Y'all here, we out here on this bitch. Y'all, we out here on some nut shit. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know what it is. Wait, time out. I don't have a good song on. I don't even have a song on. Alright, we're good to go. Yes, sorry about today. I was the one who was who pushed back the time. Yeah, man, I was I... already. <laughs> I heard said I said because I was like I was like all right I'll be done with work at like four thirty, we can just start then, um, and then I have time to like edit him. Well, I guess I don't need anything, and it goes out tomorrow anyway, so I guess it, I didn't even really need to do it that that early. But as I was like as the day kept going on, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot I have to go take my car in at five. Oh, I was like due today. Well, yeah, yeah. So like I I've been using like my mom's car because I'm under 25 and you have to pay like extra if you're if you're under 25 and decide to rent a car in pa which is kind of what's well, not super crazy to me but it's it's weird um so my mom's been driving the car like the rental car and then oh. um, i've been driving for a car yeah because like my car is my car has been in the been in been getting repaired for like two weeks now at this point which is very 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 annoying actually almost exactly two weeks oh damn that's yeah. unfortunate yeah, but uh, it's supposedly going to be finished on Friday. I just want my car back. I miss it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, it's a big loss whenever, whenever you car. I mean, I don't, I don't currently have a car, but back when I did, um, I know how it sucks. You feel stuck at home. You're like, oh, I got to go anyway. <laughs> oh my God. No, it was horrible. <laughs> and it's, I never actually realized how much I left the house to just do shit. Like, I mean, leaving for work is one thing. Like, I, I work from home most of the time, but, like, sometimes I go into the, like, uh, to, like, a station or somewhere. Um, but then, like, that was, like, the immediate thing that I thought of when, like, I didn't have the car. But then, like, I realized that even though I'm working from home, like, I would just leave to, like, mail something or get food or just, like, run out somewhere just random times. And now I, I would, like, just instinctively, like, go downstairs and, like, get ready. And I'm like, oh, and I, I don't have a car outside. I look out my window and there's nothing out there. Yeah. Suddenly you can't. <laughs> yeah. Feels bad. And I live, you know, I live in the middle of nowhere. So it's, like, I can't, I can't actually walk really anywhere. <laughs> so... R.I.P. R.I.P. All right. Well, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if we have um, if congratulations are a little. Bit, I don't know if it's technically too early for congratulations on um this election being over. Technically, it's not over. In fact, it's probably far from far from over. You know, I was All reading. Considered. Um, okay, so so I think it's so, so it's important to for, for for the sake of continuity. If anybody's mm -hmm. listening to this in the future, uh, right now at this point, it's been, I mean, yeah, we did an episode last week, right? Yeah, that was right before, that was right before the elections. It so, was right after the election because we recorded yeah. on Thursday. They were still counting. Oh, you're right. Yes, yes. Because the election was on Tuesday and we recorded on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So they were still counting. Like it wasn't even close to being done. <laughs> it was like yeah, super so, far. And at this point, Biden has been projected to win. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala yeah. Harris and like Trump like by a pretty good by a pretty big margin honestly but Trump refuses right Trump has said no you know I was just reading um I don't know what weight there you know this holds but some guy on online on Reddit mm -hmm. um he like has this theory that Trump is trying to like stage a coup um and like his yeah. proof is how you know over the last couple of days a bunch of like high ranking military personnel have been fired and um trump supporter like trump loyalists have been instead given those positions so yeah um, i don't know i don't know where things are gonna go honestly i'm not sure i don't think there's gonna be a coup but 
it's it's funny because um since we live in america and we've been taught from such a young age that america is such a great country such a progressive co- or country mm-hmm. um so far advanced so like it only it's it's funny you bring up like the possibility of a coup um because it's like you you wouldn't believe that like a coup would happen in America like you're like no 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 not in America yeah, it's unthinkable, but, like, yep. but but some sort of a coup could possibly happen it, it might not be like as violent or as like um like drastic as some coups in like other countries that have happened historically mm-hmm. but there could be some and honestly I wouldn't put it past him or really anyone for that matter granted we've kind of had a relatively historically we've had a relatively easy transition of power when things like this happen but I mean if this election has shown us anything, is that every every single thing is getting very content. Everything's so contentious now, um, and all oh, the yeah, stakes the sure. stakes at every turn are so high. Uh, yeah, it's it's craziness, man. I mean, it's it's funny how um, how in real time you can see what Trump's uh, like what his plan was, because um, like it's, and like, people called it as well. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, exactly. like what he was gonna do, and they like months ago they're like, "Yeah, Trump is gonna probably do this if he loses," and they were right, you know. Yeah, yeah, they knew, and it's it whether the I mean the the intent if you you know if you fall on the side of um, the intent being good or the intent being bad, it, it's irrelevant. But it's like um, I can I can I don't want to say I respect the move, but I I respect the strategy in the move if that makes sense. Yeah, Trump Trump is. I think Donald Trump is a smart guy. Um, yeah, Donald Trump is a very smart guy. In he's a very businessman guy. He's a businessman. <laughs> Granted, you could, home, you, you know. some people would say a con man in a lot of ways, but con yep. men are a lot <laughs> more. A lot of times, con men, if they get to his position, are smart. You yeah, can't get exactly you can't be a con man and be like be perceived as a multimillionaire, super successful person without I mean, that, being that is good what at what he you're is. doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I I think some people would say he's a con. He's a con man. Those some people, being people that don't support him, because I don't mm-hmm. think his supporters would want to admit that. But right. I mean, that's that's exactly. how he made his money. You know, he he just cons people. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, it's 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 it, it yeah exactly. Like I I was I, okay. So I want to be very cautious with my words here, um, because while I do just I, I don't agree with any of the moves that he's doing even though he has a full legal right to do a good some of the things that he's doing some of the things are strange mm-hmm. like like you mentioned like just firing like a bunch of your top staff like just doing yeah he's been, doing that. he's been doing both <laughs> yeah but he's been doing both like that since he got in so i mean i guess yeah, that's I, saw, not, I saw a that's list new. So, so, somebody compiled the list of all the people that trump has fired and it's like a list of like 500 and 30 something people I think it was and yeah and the number crazy. yeah and I don't even know if the number itself is crazy it's crazier than just like the actual people that he fired 500 people is a well, lot but at the same time it's like who but you, some of those names are like in absurd positions like the head of the FBI like the, or the director of the FBI he fired like a while ago the, the list the, the list the person made it was like it compared it to other U.S. presidents and mm-hmm. like on average before it was normally like less than a hundred people were yeah. like because there was like a certain like baseline for the positions that they were choosing to like count yeah. you know like right. oh it was above like this I don't remember the specifics this was like two three weeks ago mm-hmm. but it was like above some you know baseline right and yeah dude like Trump was just like five times more than most other presidents modern presidents at least 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the cat. That's his catchphrase, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> it's just. It, it, it makes me laugh when he does things and people are surprised that he does these things where it's like he's very clear on what he's going to do. Like, not, like, like he said that it's, it's funny that people called what he was going to do. And if you're paying attention, you can, it's not that he's doing unexpected things. At, like, there's nothing that he's done in this presidency that is even the slightest bit unexpected. <laughs> um, for better or for worse. But I do respect the move from his point of view of him telling his supporters to vote in person and then to just continuously for over the past few months, just really invalidate the process of mail-in voting and like early ballot voting and all that stuff. Even though we've been, the country has been doing that for years <laughs> with no problems and, you know what's, and no what's, voter fraud. He gave, I, he, it was a smart move because it gave him a good week of, of, um, it gave, him a, it gave him a good time span to additionally keep sewing in just this idea of disbelief in the system, which is a terrible thing to do in a democracy. But yep. it's a smart terrible thing, to, thing do to do if you're trying to <laughs> if you're trying to stay in, in charge. Yep, he's, he's a smart. I agree with you. Like I respect it. Like and, and think about it this way: mm-hmm. what's the well the absolute worst case here? Um, is Trump goes to like for Trump is he goes mm-hmm. to jail, to prison, you know, which I, I doubt would happen because so much of the country still supports him. So realistically, what is the worst case? He loses his presidency, but he still made a bunch of money because so many people are donating right now for like mm-hmm. his campaign to, you know, sue the Democrats or whatever yeah. it is that he's doing. So like he wins either way, you know, <laughs> he either yeah. remains king of the hill or he doesn't, but he still made his a really influence is still there. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's he made a very large part. amount of cash. <laughs> yes, and that's the that's the scary part. Um, we'll talk about this later because you you came to this uh, you came to me earlier this week and you asked if we want to if you want to bring up a specific topic to talk about, which we'll, we'll go into. But just to preview that, I'm more I'm more nervous from like my standpoint. Um, about like how how much his influence is going to stay whether he's in the office or not come january because mm. biden i mean biden has some massive things on his plate i mean very obvious things that are you know covid um the economy Which, even though the economy in general is doing slightly is just the economy loves <laughs> at least in terms of the stock market not that the stock market is like the end all be all for an indication of the economy but they love the news that um, Biden is, is has is projected to be the next president. They're loving the news. Granted, they probably would have loved it if Trump was going to, if Trump was projected not, like as well. But it's not like it's a meal. It's not like the news like crashed everything. In fact, everything <laughs> jumped up. But I, you know, he has some big things on his plate. But the one thing that a lot of people, at least I'm not hearing a lot, at least in my area, is just like the implications of all the like all the bad energy that he left behind that he's going to leave behind when he's gone because oh, yeah. he it's not like i'm not going to say trump made all made america more racist i'm just going to say i will say that it's more accurate to say that trump really showed how racist and how divisive and how um just like how opposed america can be right i have a question yeah. Would you say that he enabled that racism, or would yeah. you just say that he showed it? Or you would say he no. He definitely it. enabled it because 
when you put a very I'm 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 under the belief from from my um, point of view that Trump is racist. I, I don't I, I feel, unless you're I don't I don't think I would be biased to say that. And from my point of view, he, that's how he seems, right? And he's <laughs> exemplified that multiple times. I think and, many people would agree with that, including myself. So do I. Yeah, you. I, I feel like I kind of have to be very specific in how I view that, though, because I mean, like. I don't know. In short, I would think I would say that Trump is a racist, right? And when you and like you said, a lot of people would say that. A lot of people wouldn't admit to that, but I feel like a lot more people know that than would admit to it. But if you put this person in a position of power of being the quote unquote leader of the free world, and you know, it's showing that you can that someone that could be this, I don't know, morally corrupt or morally um, just damage to be this racist this openly can be in this high power then it then it just opens the floodgates to just people you know joe schmo down the street working at walmart he's like oh well if the president can be racist then i can be racist or the, if the president can be um i'm so happy very dismissive that. of minorities then i can be dismissive of minorities i feel like that's that is probably going to be the hardest thing that joe biden or or the president after him and the president oh yeah that is going to have to fix mm-hmm. yep Especially if, I'm, I'm, by the way, I was just gonna say, I'm so happy that you took uh, the conversation in this direction because that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about. Right. Which is literally just that, like the divide in this country, you know, like how, how can we go from, how can we elect leaders that are so morally opposite going from Obama to Donald Trump to Joe Biden, right? Like, like that. that that's yeah. such a complete th- three. You know, one eighty and then one eighty again to just come back a full three sixty. And mm-hmm. you know, in terms of um, the type of leadership that we're choosing, and right. I, I don't know, like from from you know, for for anybody who's listening uh, uh, that might not know, I'm from Puerto Rico, so I I, I would say that I have more of an outsider's perspective um though i am american (laughs) yeah it's it's a weird perspective perspective. Mm -hmm. you know it it is i'd say a unique perspective but i'd say more of an outsider's perspective since Mm -hmm. we are so different from you know your average american yeah um though what is an average american at this point (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, the question right i mean yeah like i see that this country is like so divided and and in the future like like, do you think that there could be a a division within the the United? Do you think the the United States of America might not be as united a couple of years from now? Because I, mean, I, I don't see yeah. I don't see this division going anywhere. Like, I don't see these this red and blue these sorry these far right and far left sides mm-hmm. stopping from hitting each other, and they're just going to keep going farther in their direction. You know, yeah. so. I mean, my, my, I guess, shorthand answer to that would be, I think that um, that divisiveness has been there, has always been there. And it's just due to the nature, I'm simplifying a lot of things, but I feel like, you know, it, I feel like that's just the nature of how America was, you know, came to be America. You know, America was built on, you know, on slavery, on racism. It was built on a lot of those values that, you know, the, a lot of people now would agree are very bad values. But the point is that, if your society is based on those values, 
then it's going to take, you either have to live with them and work around it, or you have to really, really, really get it out. And I feel like the, like the elimination of those values is, is it's, I don't want to say it's un-American. It's, it's, it, let me, let me put it this way. It's very un-American to dismantle American values, just period. You know what I mean? Like the one thing that I think America is really good at is withholding traditions or is holding traditions. I feel like that is a very, I mean, like other nations are very great, great at it. Like a lot of Asian countries are very good at it. Um, I feel like America will fight relentlessly for its traditions and for its values, right? The problem is, is that when some of those values are, you know, <laughs> you know, are, I'll say not progressive, um, as a nice way of saying, you know, if you have, if, if you, if some of those values hold racism in there, people are going to fight with that, or like Americans are going to fight for that, even if, even though they don't know that they're going to fight for it. You know what I mean? Like it's very yeah. to preserve that American. Yeah. It's the, the, yeah. Again, like the problem I think is that is really just on the way that America is built because every, a lot of American values, a lot of American traditions, a lot of the way that our society works is, has stemmed from how we were built, which was, you know, around racism, racism in short. And that's a very simple, very, very, very simple way of putting it. I don't want to like make it seem like it's just that simple, but, um, but it really, I don't want to say it's that simple, but it really is just kind of that black and white. And I feel like not a lot of people really identify or can really quantify how much um, racism is just within, is just in every part of how society works still. Mm. So, yeah. So I have a question. Mm. I have a question. How, and, and, you know, obviously you'll realize by the question that uh, you may or may not have an answer for this because mm -hmm. it's more of a hypothetical question, but right. what, this situation you know makes me ask myself is how are we going to not stop racism because you know we, we know how we stop racism through education mm -hmm. but how will we stop but sometimes educating people isn't an option you know sometimes as as we see now um people are at, od at odds with each other and one side or you know both sides might not want to listen to each other in which case you know there is a lack of uh, education right so how how do we bridge that gap how you know I, I feel like i think biden has started on the good page you know yeah. in the sense that um i've heard him say a lot that he doesn't want you know, Americans to be fighting amongst each other. And mm -hmm. I think Trump has done a very bad job in that he's just riling up his supporters and completely disregarding, you know, like the left that mm -hmm. obviously doesn't support him. And I don't know, like if, if I think if, if it's great that Biden is, is doing all he can, but the fact that the other leader, Trump, you know, the leader for the other side mm -hmm. is just not trying to make peace at all. It just makes things so complicated. Like, yeah. How are we supposed to do this when the other big man is like just 
you know, going after everybody, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I guess in in you know my very limited knowledge of how the world works, you know, I'm I'm only 23 and I've only seen so much of the world. Realistically, going to Penn State for four years is the most has been the most eye opening experience for me, just based on the fact that I've just been around so many different people um, that aren't in this small town in PA. Um, hold on a second, Brad. Is my mic cutting out at all, or can you hear me fine? No. Okay, you're good. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, you're good. I was just getting like weird little clicks in my headphones. No, my speed headphones. Anyway. Um, oh, quick mic check done. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, like you said, like the the the, the most um, not the easiest, but the only real way. Well, not one of the biggest ways is to stop racism, or at least to hinder racism, is is education. I think the other thing, at least at this point, is. Um, an understanding. I feel like the, one of the worst things that that the Trump administration has kind of, or one of the worst attitudes and mentalities that the Trump administration has fostered is the inability or the unwillingness for people to hear what the other side has to say, which is horrible. I hate it. I hate it so much. There's, there are some people yeah. that are very close to me that when, I mean, I mean, they, and they have the reasons for it. So, I mean, from my point of view, I, you know, if people feel very strongly about the things that have happened over the past four years, right? So in a degree, it's like, all right, I, I guess I can shoot you. I guess I can understand that. But like so many people are just, that I, especially that I'm close to, would just refuse. And they told me that they would refuse to speak to someone who believes in the other side. And I hate that because how can no. you possibly get to any sort of middle ground without even just at the bare minimum, listening to what the other person has to say and trying to understand it. Because one thing that I try to get across to so many people that are close to me is that, and I, I don't think a lot of people understand or maybe not necessarily understand, but know how to like actually put this mentality into like how they behave around other people, how they interact with, around other people, is that people have individual motives. Like people live very individualized lives people have very individualized goals that might not even get even close to aligning with your goals, but just because that they don't align doesn't mean that their goals aren't valid. Granted, a lot of them aren't valid, but sometimes you might support the one side because you have very realistic, very valid goals that do not align with my goals when I'm here on my side. But it doesn't mean that we have to fight about it. We just have different ways that we're trying to go about, you know, living each other. We're all just trying to live each other's lives, man. That's like the one thing, and that's such a such an easy, like overarching thing to say. And it really, at the end of the day, it doesn't actually mean anything. But you can put a lot of meaning behind that because everyone's just trying to live their own life, right? That's true. At yeah. least I like to think so. And so, I'm sure that yeah. some people just feel like. The some people, some people that... don't fall into that bill. Some people are just bad people. Like some people are just bad. That's people, true, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, I think it's, it's a fair I'm generalization. Not, I'm pretty much, yeah. I'm not talking about those people. Obviously, there are bad people on both sides. There are great people on both sides. <laughs> but in between, there are just people. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Um, I, I think that another thing is people just don't think that what Biden is prioritizing is important. Which I, I think that also comes back to what you were saying about understanding others. Like, you know, some people just don't think Corona is a problem, right? Like, mm -hmm. like you know, what can I do? Like, yeah, 
you know, it's like, they might just not think it, it some, they might just think that it doesn't even exist. Yeah. And, and it's like, in, in a way, like, I don't think Corona COVID is a person, is a problem for me personally. Like me, just, just me, just me. Because, you know, I'm <laughs> young, I'm healthy. If I got it, it wouldn't be the biggest thing in the world. No big deal. Yeah. But on the other side, I know that there are people who are not me <laughs> that would suffer very greatly if they were affected by COVID. And if family members got affected by COVID, if friends got affected by COVID. Um, like I was this is a little bit of a sidebar, but I was, I think I told you that I was thinking about coming up on um, this coming weekend because my birthday is uh, this coming weekend. I was going to come up with you guys. And then I really, and I thought about it. I'm like, honestly, and especially after you guys talked to me about it over Halloween weekend, I was like, you know what? I know you and Pam are going back to PR relatively soon after that. I'm like, there is no reason for me to be up here as an increased risk and then just make it really hard on you guys. Like there's, there's no reason to do that. Right. Oh, so, <laughs> I appreciate like, it, Nick. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys afterwards. So it's like, and that's a very small example. And that, you know, the size of that pool is very small. But at the same time, that general mentality is just what so many people are lacking. Just like the general humane understanding that other people might benefit <laughs> from something that you might not benefit from. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, at the end of the day, somebody is benefit. Like, like. If you're not, it's not, it's not a, dis, me not going over to Penn State is not a, is not a disservice to me, right? It's not, it's not even close to being a big deal. But if I somehow, if I go, if I go up there and I bring something with me or if I get it while I'm up there and then give it to one of you guys and you guys take it home, then that's a massive disservice to you guys and your family. So it's like, it's like, it wasn't even like, it's not even like a realistic, like hard, it wasn't a hard thought for me. And that's what like so many people are missing. Like they're just yeah. just do like the decent human thing sometimes. Yeah, man. Especially Instead, you know, especially like college students. Um, you know, some people. I think it's understandable. You know, there's just like one or two weekends you go, but like I, I, I know for a fact that some people have just been going ham. You know. Like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Just completely disregarding everything anything and everything <laughs> yeah and that's what i mean like even though like yeah like if i'll go, like i'll go out and eat at a restaurant or like even like the bar scene isn't i mean it's not great but you know right. as long as it's regulated it, it can be yeah but it's know, like it be... just yeah just to go out there and just go crazy like there's nothing going on is absurdly 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 um what's the word just uh irresponsible just stupid irresponsible there it's insanely <laughs> irresponsible if you it like, it's it's only it's the only part that would make it not irresponsible is if you were to go out, do whatever you want to do, and you come back home and you don't see a damn soul. Like you you don't see a damn soul. Where in that fact, in that point, you're living in like a bubble. Like you're just living in a vacuum. But that's not how that's not how the vast majority of people live their lives. I go out to the grocery store. Like I go to work. I see my I see my I'm with my parents. I'm living with my parents still. So they go out to work. To their own respective work, their own respective jobs. I see Sarah, Sarah's family, like they go off to their yeah. respective jobs. Sarah goes and does their thing. Like it's just like it's just an unrealistic scenario to think that you can um that you can just live just isolated like that. Especially when it comes to COVID. There's some things that only will really only affect you and like your maybe even just like your immediate um like people around you. But COVID is not one of those things. And, it's, and I think the key is is what you said about 
keeping others in your mind, you know, keeping mm-hmm. others like um, situations on, in mind. Because yes, you know, through just the way life works, you can inter- indirectly interact with a lot of people. But mm-hmm. if all those people were just, you know, following the correct procedures, then that really just extremely, you know, just lowers the risk, or mm-hmm. should I say, drastically lowers the risk of, you know, people getting infected. Yeah. It just sucks that that the current administration made something as not, as important as just basic humanity so divisive. That's why that's there there are a lot of things that um I will say that I'm not super like listen. If someone wants to be a racist screaming at a wall, I don't care about I don't care about racists that just scream at a wall. You know what I mean? Because they're not doing any harm in in theory. You know what I mean? I'm not mad at people who because I mean, if you're gonna be exactly, it's like if you're not affecting anyone, do whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> but yeah. the problem is, is that he everything he does affects so many people, and in a lot of the ways that aren't very like numbers on paper, it's all bad. In fact, every every way that I can think of that isn't a number on a piece of paper, way that he's affected some or just a mass amount of people is negative. Yeah, before mm-hmm. COVID happened, the economy was great. Who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? Because you know what? It, you know, you know what happened. He didn't care about. He didn't give a human care about anybody, about the yep. people that he's leading over, and then the economy crashed anyway. So like, it's it's funny. It's funny like going online and seeing like. Um, I laugh at both sides because the left will say, "Oh, you know, like he killed the economy with COVID, right?" And then the right will say, yeah, but the economy was good before COVID. And then it's like, well, you guys are both right. But at the end of the day, there's a reason why this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like, it's, it's, it's hard. That, that, that's, it also makes it so hard because both sides have valid points. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that each side's points are valid. Yeah. And they just want to, like, disregard... And they just want to disregard it. Yeah, that's the scary uh, part. That's the scary part. When you start, man. when you start disregarding people that you that affect your lives, like it's it's crazy to me. Like like um, this person that I'm referring to, like they're like I've known them for for years and years and years, and um, you know, very close with with this person. And just to hear them say that they wouldn't talk to their side, it really like I don't know. It like hit different for me because it's like. It's like, geez, man, like, you're like, I, like, I think this person is very worldly, very wise. It's just kind of like, just that basic human behavior that would really just benefit everybody is just gone yeah. from like mm-hmm. one of, one of like, the mo- I don't want to say the most pure person I know, but it's like one of the most, I'll say it, one of the most pure people I know, just that, like, just that one little comment, I was like, oh, that's it. Like, that's game. Mm-hmm. Like if it's reached this, if it's gotten this bad to this person, there's no, it, it, it's scary for people who are, who have less integrity. Because if you have less integrity, that, that's, that, that thought has been there and it, it got there quickly and it got there easily. And it's going to be hard to get out. So I have another question. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to make this like an interview <laughs> as, as <laughs> no, often happens with us. We'll, we'll just like ask this each is, other well, this, like, well, interview your, questions. Is, yeah, well, this is your topic. So you're, you're wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So. Uh, this is like a multi-part question. So, what happens if Trump, 
um, manages to remain as president, um, what happens in regards with? Oh, we're fucked. Um, so, so what happens? I, I want. So these are the two sides. What happens in terms of the national level? You know, um, with like with in, in terms of like American laws of American, you know, things that change in American life and how it impacts um, the world. And yeah. what will happen in terms of like, you know, like Trump supporters, do you think things are just going to go haywire? Do you, I don't know, like, uh, I, I've seen that how a lot of Trump supporters have um, been very outspoken lately, very um, mm-hmm. uh, energetic, to put mm-hmm. it in a way. So I'm sure that if he wins, you know, if, if or not if he wins because he already lost, I guess. Um, but if you know, if something he, happens where where it's a, we're in a different scenario come November. Yeah, come I'm January. sure that they they go crazy. So so what do you what do you what are your predictions here, Nick? I mean, you know, it's I, I don't know. It's and when I said and when I said they were fucked, I, what I really mean is, listen, from it, it's it's funny how somehow I've at least from my perspective, I've been able to see, or I've been able to kind of guess how other countries view us now, because there's always this, there's, there's, there's been this narrative or this joke for a re- for like a long, for a relatively long time, at least on the internet. I'm not sure like how much this narrative has, would be able to pick up traction without it. Um, but there's this narrative that like the US is in good parts delusional um, and yeah. how like great we are, they are, we are. Um, that it's just kind of like we're viewed as like bullies. We're viewed as like all like, like you know what I mean. Like you, you get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> that at the at the end of the day, we're just not as good as we think we are. In fact, in a lot of ways, we might be like completely opposite as good as we think we are. And I think I think everybody that's used the internet, you know, a decent amount have has seen stuff like that. Like Europeans making fun of Americans, I think yeah. is the most yeah. common thing. <laughs> right. And like, you know, for, for years you'll, I've like looked at stuff like that and like laughed. It's like, Oh, you know, like how, how could they know? Like they don't actually live here. They don't actually do whatever, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then, you know, over the past, I don't even, I don't even want to say like over the past four years, exactly. Cause I don't think four years ago, I was thinking nearly as critically as I, as I am now. Um, just due to the fact of what I was doing at the time and like how much, you know, just, I haven't just lived a lot of life four years ago um, compared to now, but now I see it, you know what I mean? Now it's, I think it's funny how, and I don't think, I definitely don't think I'm alone in that thought. It's funny how other people living in here are starting to just kind of like wake up and just be like, Hey, like maybe we're just not as good of like a society as we really think we are. And and that's becoming, you know, just more and more apparent. Um, so I was answering your question. I kind of went on a tangent there, but. No, but, but I think that that goes into it. So, so do you think that, that, um, how do I put it? That, uh, like societal, I can't think of a word. Um, I don't think anyone's going to take it seriously. That's more of what I was getting at. I don't think a lot of people. I don't think okay. a lot of other. I don't think a lot of other countries would take us seriously, even like now. But, and that's to a degree, that's fine. It's not fine, just due to the fact of how international just relationships work. That's not fine. But 
you know, it, it, it's not new. What is new and what will be bad is when Americans start realizing as a whole that America is not good. <laughs> that's when things are starting. That's, that's when things are going to get kind of scary. From like that... an uprising standpoint, from like uh, a governmental standpoint. I've always that's when stuff's that... going to get interesting. So um, I'm not sure how relevant this is, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's relevant. Um, I've always heard that um, California, if mm-hmm. they really wanted to, they could just, you know, dip out of yeah. the United States. Yeah, they, they could just secede, yeah. Like, is that a possibility? Like, how big of a possibility is that? Do you think it's a possibility uh, at all? Well, I mean, legal. listen, legally, it's a possibility. Legally, mm-hmm. as far as I know, legally, it's possible for technically any state to secede. Especially but, California, given the yeah. amount of money they make. Yeah, literally, California itself is a is a... Um, is its own economy. Realistically, if it, it'll, in some ways, depending on which, uh, you know, how, granted, no one would know how that would work because it's never happened before. But on paper, it would, it would it, in some ways, it would actually kind of make sense for California to just be its own economy. Granted, yeah, whether, yeah, California could be a country in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, then you're, then you're getting into like the topics of, you know, well, how much does California actually benefit from being part of a nation like, you know, America and, and all that stuff, whatever. Um, and granted, I don't know nearly enough about um, that process to give you like a definitive, clear answer on it that is even in the slightest bit correct. But I can give you my answer if you want to know. But in order to do that, I know because that there have been talks, and um, I learned that that process is insanely painstaking, and and like it's the process itself would kind of make you think that it's impossible. Everything would have uh, that, that's, to be like everything and everyone would have to be on the same page. And you know, the whole point of this conversation is that nobody's on the same page. So yeah. that, that that is exactly what what comes to my mind when I see others. Like I see online a lot of people talk about that. You know, like California mm-hmm. becoming its its own country, or like America just separating. You know, like Republican states separating from blue states, and mm-hmm. and that's exactly the thing. Like, yes, it makes sense on paper mm-hmm. but but what does it actually do you know like what, what like the economy would have to be overhauled what would people that you know have to travel between so state lines have to do like what about like passports what about foreign policy like so yeah. you know something like this something so as big as this hasn't really happened in modern history mm-hmm. so it's unthinkable yeah it's absolutely and especially to a country like america at least at least in terms of you know what what we've been taught. Stable as, as a country as stable as America. Yeah, but that's my point, right? Because it's then like, well, then you ask yourself, well, actually, how stable is America right now? <laughs> you know, and and and, 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 and stable and yet unstable. <laughs> yeah, and like I was gonna jump in and say, so I was gonna let you finish, but like, um, doing something like that doesn't actually solve anything, really. I mean, like like on paper, it might look kind of good to like california but like realistically like i mean you went into all like the logistics of like what would happen um just off the top of your head but it's like that doesn't solve the inherent problem of what's wrong because at the end of the day california for a long time will still be american in a in terms of how it operates because you can't just break off and then no longer be american you know what i mean you're still gonna have people in there that solve american but it's all about where you were based from like that's like the that's like the craziest thing that i don't think like i said i don't think enough people are really taking into account that this all 
just like Donald Trump, just like really everyone on the planet. What's happening now, if you actually look and see how America came to be American in the first place, it all makes sense. We, we haven't done anything new since Homeboy landed over here in whatever year. Mm-hmm. We haven't done anything different. It's the same stuff over and over and over again, just in different people with different technology under different circumstances. That's literally it. But we, every single time, you know, the reason history repeats itself is not a saying for, you know, it's, it's a saying for a reason. It's because history does repeat itself over and over and over again. And like you originally said, the only way you get away from that is with education. And the problem is that we don't educate ourselves enough on anywhere on the inner workings of how we got to this point. We learn about, we learn about what happened, but we don't learn about how, like why that actually matters. Yeah. Like, of course we learn about slavery. We learn all about that, right? We learn I about, think a lot of people also just don't care. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. And people don't care. And some people have the privilege to not care. To a degree, I, have a, I had a privilege of not caring for a long time. You know, my, my parents, my parents, um, I'm lucky enough to be a part of a family that's, that hasn't had, at least from my perception, whether my parents would have a different perception or not. But like, I've never, like, you know, I'm, I was never in a position, my brother and I are lucky enough to, to have never been in a position where we didn't know what, was, what tomorrow was going to be like. Like, we always knew, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we always knew we were going to wake up, go to school, we're going to have food there, we're going to have food when we come home, we're going to do our homework, we're going to do sports, whatever, blah, 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 easy, easy in and out. We always knew what was going to happen. There are so many people in this country, on this planet, whatever, but specifically in this country, as we're talking about it, where that's not the case. And so a lot of people are scared for their lives. I'm lucky in my experience, and there are a lot of, there are a lot of things I'm very lucky for. One of the things I am most lucky for is that I have not, even today, at, at damn near 23, I cannot tell you a single time that, despite where I live, I have never had, um, at least that I could identify, an experience where I felt unsafe, uncomfortable, or like scared for my life in, in really any way, based on the color of my skin, based on where I, like my family based on anything right but that's not yeah. how everyone is yeah actually um kind of related still in like racial issues area but have you ever had a run-in with a cop anytime i, mean, I got pulled i got pulled over once and i was you know i was speeding so i didn't give him any trouble <laughs> and i'm also black so i didn't give him any trouble <laughs> okay. um was, was it, you know, was listen, it a white cop that stopped you yeah yeah and listen Listen, and I mean, you know, the, the, the police narrative is complicated in itself, but I've only, I mean, like I have my best friend growing up in high school, his dad is a police officer, um, a kid in scouting with me, who was my scoutmaster. If any of you guys, if any of you listeners know what that really means, but he was um, the leader of our scout troop for a while. He's a police officer. Is that like um, Boy Scouts? Yeah, Boy Scouts. Uh, like I've only ever had, granted in limited capacity, I've only had I've only had limited experiences with the police myself personally, but they've all, they've all been good. None of them is bad, but that's not to say that, you know, like that can't turn, that can't change very instantly and that be the end of the story. But, um, but no, I've, I've never had that I can identify a bad experience based on specifically the color of my skin, which is one of the things I can say without a doubt is one of the, one of the, it makes me feel so lucky, honestly. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, like that that's not the experience for for everyone. 
and there are Definitely. people that you know and like you're saying there, there are people who are privileged enough to not have any worry about feeling that way at any point in their lives i mean uh, like the the least discriminated person on the planet the 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 white the white male is not worried about anywhere near the kind of stuff that half that damn near half america is worried about you know and that's a problem because they don't they don't think about that you know mm. the people that I do think, think about it are treasured and god bless their hearts because they're doing their darnest to make sure that the people in their demo are trying to see or are, are seeing the other side right yeah and also like, the, the people mm -hmm. that are there's been a lot of activists um, I've noticed um, mm. that have come forward in, in these past elections that have really like, you know, regardless of what side people were voting on, like they got people to vote. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Like, I think that is you the know, one you know, turnout from this election, by the way. That yeah. It's being talked about. There, it's, it's being talked about. You know, you can talk, you can't talk, you can never talk about good things enough, right? But just the pure and that's what i did like at least from like our age group i at least in like the people that i associate with everyone that didn't necessarily know the like there's where their support went all their message was was to just vote and that is what what i really like about our generation because at the end of the day we don't necessarily care that much about the outcome just as much as we have some agency in it yeah at least that's that's what I think. I don't know, someone someone next to me and could think differently about it, but like, you know, as long as we have some agency and as long as we had that's part influence, of a, that's part of a that's part of a democratic system that works, right? Yeah. People actually having a say, which people didn't feel like they did, especially mm -hmm. after Trump won. Like people, and you know, I, I don't know what your thoughts are about this. Um, I myself don't really have. Um, you know, like I'm, I don't want to like say whether anything is real or not, but you know, a lot of people felt like uh, the 2016 elections where Trump won were um, cheated because of like Russian interference and or you know other countries interfere with it. Um, and I think that that adds to it. You know, like people mm -hmm. just felt unheard yeah. for a while, and this election think has well, I mean I guess people still feel unheard since there's still voter fraud well at least there's there are, there are rumors of voter fraud even yeah, though but... nobody has reported anything which is <laughs> <laughs> which is again and, and and that's that's another thing I don't know if we mentioned that earlier but it's like that's like well I guess I kind of uh, alluded to it but it's like mm. you mentioned like the like the, the reports of like the Russian interference this administration largely makes you not want to believe anything yep Oof. i agree man anything. Like... because it's very easy for me to say oh no that like that russian interference definitely happened but at the same time it's like who am i like i, I gotta see who am i getting my information from where are they getting their information from what are they basing it on there's like no there's no and, and you know it's a very and like we said trump is very smart it was a very targeted attack a very calculated attack and a very long drawn out attack on the media on <laughs> and clearly a good one since you know he became president in the end it works and it was and listen i don't care what the elect what the electorate say i don't care what the popular vote says this election was close 
This oh, one yeah. was damn close. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was really close. And the well, reason the it's so close. Because mm -hmm. of where we were at, right? Like, whatever the numbers say, it. It was I think everybody would agree it was a close election, right? All all things considered, this election was close as hell. A lot of people would say a lot closer than it really should have ever been. Mm -hmm. But, and I said it, I think I might have said it to, I don't know if I said it, like I've put it on recording before, put it on the record before, but there are, obviously COVID is a really horrible thing. Uh, there's, there's nobody on the planet that would say that COVID as a whole is this great thing that happened to the world, right? But there are there are a few good silver linings that came out of this pandemic. One of them, one of them being, if this pandemic pandemic did not come about, Trump would have won this election by landslide. True. But you could ask anybody that. I don't care which yep. way you swear. I don't care who you vote to. That is a definitive statement. Yeah, that is the only the only place where I would debate on someone is what landslide means. <laughs> That's okay. That's right. No, but yeah, I, I agree with that. And mm. yeah. I see no way that Trump would have. Dude, he, oh my God, he, no. What would be the point? That... If the economy was cooking, if people were if people were working, if life was all dandy for the for you know for the vocal majority, regardless, people would have been complacent. Birth, people would have been complacent. <laughs> um, people would have been complacent. And I mean, as much as that hurts to say that. Because, you know, it, it would be nice to have a better outlook on society. That's just how society works. If people aren't affected by things, if people's lives aren't uprooted, nothing's going to change. And that's the other thing that COVID really helped. That COVID really showed how, how close to the edge we were as a society from just falling off. <laughs> because as soon as, everyone, as soon as everyone's lives changed, then things started popping up. I mean, like, you know, police, things like police brutality, which has been going on for years and years and years, only really got, like, a crap ton of attention once COVID hit. When people were sitting at home bored, no work, and they started just watching the news all day, people like, oh, my God, all this stuff is going on? It's like, it's like people this were... important. <laughs> yeah. And people were like, wow, this is crazy. Like, why is all this stuff happening now? And it's like, no, it's been happening. You just, nobody's just noticed it, and nobody's cared. Because people have been distracted in people's lives. It, 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 people have just been just, you know, choo-choo training their way through life, not being affected by stuff. But as soon as, like, your entire life gets uprooted, that's when you're more accepting of change. Hmm. And that's why there are, like, all these, you, you know, because, I mean, like, these things have been happening. Like, these bad things are not new. I hope, like, people who are listening to this and people who even aren't listening to this know this, that all the things that are a lot of the bad things, the quote unquote bad things that are happening in this country now during COVID aren't because of COVID. They've been happening. You just yeah, see they, it more because of COVID. They've been exacerbated by, by COVID. Yeah. 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 COVID opened a lot of eyes, which is, the, which is, you know, the death toll is horrible. You know, the, the like the, the change of lives is horrible. All that, all that good, bad stuff, horrible. But, but on the topic of COVID, Nick, do you think there's going to be another lockdown? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Numbers have been going up. Numbers have been going up. I think it's I the seventh day that there's over a hundred thousand new cases. Mm -hmm. Um, so. yeah, I it, it's funny. I, I just saw I just saw in New York. Um, Cuomo, he's the mayor of New York. Um, <laughs> he announced a whole bunch of new 
Um, yeah, bars are closing down again, right? And what well, was it? Bars well, are closing. They have a curfew. They have a 10 p.m. curfew. Yeah, and, and the curfew. Which is what PA had. Which is what PA had for a while, right? And Puerto Rico still has a curfew, actually. Yeah. And the crazy thing, the crazy thing I saw is that he, I don't know how the hell they're going to do this, but, and this is what he was getting a lot of flack for online was that he he tried to, one of his restrictions was that you were not allowed to have um, gatherings of 10 or more people on private property, which is like, (laughs) how in the hell is that even going to be A, possible? (laughs) Like, you don't have- Extremely hard to regulate. Jurisdiction on that is slim to none, A. Yeah. B, how are you going to possibly regulate that <laughs> actively? Like, you can close a bar. Like, you can, you can, like, the public, like, you can do all that stuff. But to say that I can't have 10 people in my house is craziness. I do you think that Do you think but, that the government should have the power to just stop people from doing that? If, if it's in the interest um, of the general population which I, I i think in this case would be right you know preventing the spread of a deadly virus or to, for the preventing the spread of what to some is a deadly virus yeah i mean i like to think so right it's 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 only it's only the where this question gets uh, gets complex is like well where does the line get drawn right because it's yeah, like it well, could be a slippery is, slope what is yeah it could be a that's a very slippery slippery slope because who do you leave that that decision up to? Do you leave it up to, like, just the three branches of the government? Do you do you leave that up to an executive order? Do you leave that up to a vote by like a by the people? Do you leave that up to the states? Who do you leave that up to, right? And and, and there's there's problems with all of them. If you leave it yeah. if you leave it to to the government workers, corruption's a problem. If you leave it to the people, stupidity's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so realistically. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going to be working in everybody's best interest because as you yeah. said earlier, I think it actually goes back exactly to what you said earlier is that people live, um, what was it, individual lives? They, very, they it, very... uh, yeah, there's probably a way better term for it, but people live very individualized lives. Yeah, I think it, it definitely goes back to that. Yeah, that's why sweeping, that's why like sweeping, like laws that cover just like a mass amount of like people across like massive demos and jurisdiction and all this stuff never seem to look never seem to work that well because you're just covering you're trying to cover so many bases i don't know i feel like that's the problem with the federal government this is exactly it's, they're covering all they're trying to cover all their bases where mm-hmm. some of their bases are literally in alaska and all and the others are in florida mm-hmm. dude like you can't cover mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't matter how good at baseball you are <laughs> I, I i have i haven't i have an answer for you so in nations that a lot of people would say from the outside looking in are a lot more put together and a lot more on the same page than America is. They had, um, they had government, uh, I guess, influence and in some, and in some places like orders, whatever, but everyone, the society is based around just some sort of unity where they're like, Oh, while the government is telling me to do this, I get why they're telling me to do this. And I agree that it's probably good that I do this. The problem where in, in America, it would never work. In America right now, it would never work like that. I could like, I could never say with confidence that I would want the government to just have full control over what people do because, well, like we said, one, it's a slippery slope. And two, because American people are insanely stubborn and really wouldn't do it anyway. 
and really wouldn't like the and the point isn't get won't get across. I think that's the other problem too because if if <laughs> if um oh my god like the people with like it, I, I'm gonna I don't want to go too much into like the closest comparison that I can draw that a lot of people would be able to like identify with or at least understand is like gun reform where it's like the government if you have government interference with people's personal property people's who the hell is calling me oh it's alex jesus christ um oh, i need to call her back one sec uh, uh, sorry 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 um but it's like once you have a um oh god i lost my train of thought from reform whatever um people think all right yeah this this is the closest example i can get whether or not it's perfect it's a, it's a perfect comparison is you know up for debate but it's like when it comes to like gun reform right there's a the gun reform got a lot of traction once you know kids were just dying in all these school shootings with all these you know high-powered rifles all this other stuff whatever you guys all know the deals you guys all you guys watch the news you guys know you, you all lived through it it was and it wasn't even that long it was literally up until up until we got locked in our houses yeah. It was it was a relatively prominent thing, right? And I mean, shootings are still prominent without it, but um, you get my point. But even though a lot of people would, I would think, would agree with the fact that um, gun violence is a problem, even if, even though they agree, they can agree with that point, and they can see where the problem is. When the government gets involved and tells them to do something, then they start getting then they started getting uh resistant right yeah not be like oh my gosh why are you why are you trying to take away my property it's like well and the government's like well i thought you agreed that like this is a problem and this is just what we think is the best solution to fix that and they're like no but you can't do that so this is mine like it's my property right (laughs) again i'm oversimplifying an argument but but it's it's a similar it's a similar thing you know it's like well who is the government to tell me i can't go outside my house right Mm -hmm. that's just like the american mentality in my perspective, that's just like the American mentality. It's like, oh, well, why, why are they telling me to do this? We don't like, Americans don't like being told to do things. In a way, mm-hmm. that's why we're the land of opportunity. And that's why entrepreneurship is such a massive deal in the U.S. is because nobody likes being told what, what they should do. Okay. That's, is that the moral of the story, Nick? Do, do that's that's, the moral of the story. I think, I think that's a great, well, great way to close out the segment. Americans don't like being told what to do. <laughs> that is, I think that, that is, sums it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Americans don't like being told up. what to do at all. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just not listening to enough things, but like, and I just thought that on the spot, and I'm gonna give myself a pound of back for that. But like that, that just that stubborn mentality just causes so many problems. Nobody likes being told what to do. To a degree, yeah. I don't like being told what to do. I'll be compl- like, you know, if I'm working a job, it's whatever. Even still, it's like, but like on a larger scale. Americans just don't like being told what to do at all. Some people more more than not, like more than others yes. or less than others, obviously. But because some people can see the bigger picture, but some people are just so like, oh, I don't. You're telling me what to do. I don't like being told what to do. I'm not going to do it, regardless of whether or not they actually believe if it's a good thing or not. They're just like, oh, you're telling me what to do. Like, fuck you, right? All right. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think that's a fair. That's a fair conclusion. <laughs> And I feel like I, I I have to believe that people can uh, that people would ag- would agree with me on that. I don't think that I don't think I think that's a bipartisan <laughs> person. I feel like that's a bipartisan opinion. 
that just nobody that Americans just don't like being told what to do. By Americans, both, both by sides. other countries, by anybody. <laughs> One of the few things that uh, both sides would agree to. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't. It, it sucks. It sucks that we started doing this podcast, um, this joint podcast, at this time because I didn't necessarily mean for this to be super political all the time. It just so happens that that's the only thing that's going on right now, and that well, I shouldn't say it's the only thing, but that's like the biggest thing that's going on right now, and for the yeah. past so many months. So it's like really, it would be a a disservice to talk to not talk about it, and b, um, you there's a lot of politicized. Besides, well, besides this episode, I don't think we. We didn't really politicize too many things in the last no. one, right? We only talked about it for like what, like ten minutes, and we just kind of gave like a brief overview. I think that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. This is probably the only. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I think this is probably the only episode that we just kind of like kind of went in on. We kind of leaned to a side on this one. Excuse me. Yeah, and I also don't want to talk about <laughs> government all the time either. So no. I'm, I'm going to do this just being the one episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next week or so. I mean, listen, it's going to be Anything these next happen. two months are going to be hell. Yep, are going to be absolute hell. All eyes will be on on America, I'm sure. Yeah, if All they, if they aren't already. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, listen. The I mean, this is uh, so we can get a little bit more fun here, but the, <laughs> there there's so many jokes. Oh my god, I love how lighthearted the internet is. Because in, in a lot of ways, like the internet sucks a lot of the time. But the one thing that the internet is very good at is being very lighthearted Jeez. with really everything that happens and anything that happens. Um, but yeah, the memes memes galore. This is going to be a great period for memes. <laughs> Horrible for a lot of things that actually matter. But it's going to be great if you if you're into comedy. Um, yeah, memes will be thriving. Yeah, memes have been thriving, honestly. Yeah, but I loved I loved seeing. Um, on the internet that um it's just funny how things work that like once it was once biden was projected as the the winner of the presidential election trump was literally just golfing like just that is so <laughs> perfect and it's just so like it's just it would be funny if like there were it would be a lot better if that was just it's just setting up like there was there was no contention whatever that would be like the perfect last page of the last book in the last like of the series it would be perfect it's like boom it's just like ah it's like years of payoff it's like at the end of um avengers um endgame when you hear when you uh when you hear um falcon and captain america's earpiece being like you know on your left it's like the perfect payoff it's like ah yes it's all led up to this oh yeah (laughs) It started off with people being mad that he that he jumped that homeboy jumped in the White House and immediately went to go golfing, and it ends with him getting kicked out while he's also golfing. It's just like perfect. I political just, ju- or not political, poetic justice is the poetic justice. Right? That is that is perfectly. <laughs> it is definitely some <laughs> poetic justice. It's perfect. But I don't know if you want to save. Um, we've been talking for like an hour, a little bit more than an hour. So I don't know if you want to save this last little fun topic for for next for next week because it can wait i feel like we've talked a good bunch here today all right you, you want to put a count on it now should we, should we just be quiet now for, for the next week <laughs> <laughs> listen we'll take a vow of silence <laughs> we'll, we'll hold our breath i don't it's it's gonna be like that every week though and again uh, hopefully, like hopefully, 
Yeah. If you guys, if you guys didn't like all like how political this episode was, we're not expecting. Again, we're not really expecting any other episodes to go like this, mm-hmm. unless something insanely, like insanely notable happens. Which, honestly, I can believe it will. But until that happens, yeah. we'll just keep it. We'll, we'll we'll keep it as light as we possibly can. And uh... <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure of next week, yo. PS5's coming out. I'm sure. Oh my god! Tonight, tonight, tonight. Yeah, that is tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm jumping on Discord with Johnny Boy, and we're gonna see if we can try and try and buy it tonight. Ooh, yo, good. <laughs> at midnight, oh. we're gonna see. We're gonna see. That'll be us. <laughs> god, fucking I'll kidding probably me. be just getting it later on. I, I don't think it's yeah. just such a hassle. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try fighting. and get it tonight. I'm gonna try and get it tonight. If I don't get, it, I'm not gonna be pressed about it. It's like well, I'll just get it when I get it. That's kind of like it's it's not I'm an sure inconvenience that... for me to try and get it today. But like, yeah. if I can't get it today, whatever. Nah, yo, I'm sure that people have like their their bots and everything ready. Like, oh my god, uh, this is gonna sell out point one seconds. You know, oh my god. <laughs> it's funny seeing people who are trying to buy things online that that happens to like when the Xbox pre-orders and the playstation pre-orders went live and you know people got cart jacked and people um you know they sold out in seconds yeah. whatever and people are complaining online i just kind of laugh to myself because it's like you know that these people aren't used to this these things being like happening online whereas <laughs> like if you're like into like buying like sneakers and things things like that yeah this is just i just laugh because i'm like oh i've been doing this for years like <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the 21st century yeah, yeah, welcome <laughs> this this is how it works now you either get yeah sometimes you get it most times you don't <laughs> it, that's just how it works in the land of internet. More companies that's a, a good thing though is that more companies are i'm oh, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but like p- people are, i feel like are employing better ways to protect consumers when mm-hmm. things like this happen, you know, at least like um, something that I think it was League of Legends did mm-hmm. for, you know, normally they're the tickets for their like, you know, big championship every year, like they sell out just instantly. Right. Um, but what they what they did this year was like every two hours, they'd have like sales for mm-hmm. different sections of the arena or whatever. And that way, you know, more people have a chance to get whatever, you know, ticket that they want which right. i think that could be like applied to you know many products and i hope it gets better i don't want things to continue being like this yeah it, it's hard to tell i got into a, a a big argument with uh with my roommate sam or my old my old roommate sam um because we were talking about this is when we tried to like start reselling supreme and if you guys aren't familiar with how um well it's familiar with the the brand supreme at all it's like a it's like a state clothing brand but it's kind of like, um, it's what you would call a very hypebeast brand. But like every Thursday, they put like a select amount of items in their website and they sell out instantaneously, or at least historically they have. Um, and bots are like uh, very rampant on this website. Like they just run wild. It makes it imp- almost impossible to buy anything of any value if you're just, even if you want it for yourself, just buy yourself, right? Without some kind of program on your computer to do it for you. And I remember Sam was, um, he was, he was, I mean, obviously, you know, if, if you miss out on something that you want, um, you know, obviously it's very upsetting regardless. Um, and Sam was like, you know, oh, God, I, I wonder, like, it's like, it sucks that, um, that Supreme, the company doesn't do more to, um, to like get rid of bots. Right. And 
I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, like, how much could they really care, right? Like, how much yeah. do they? They're making really money. <laughs> because at the end of the day, if their cells are cleared, then they don't. Who cares? Like, their their yeah. bottom line looks the same whether or not they allow bots in or not. In fact, it would realistically up their cost to put in the programming and um, you know, the 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 safeties. And the, the bots in and of itself, the bots in and of itself also raises the value of Supreme because it makes it harder to get. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, um, and what was the thing he's saying? He was saying something along the lines of like, um, uh, he's like, yeah, or like some kind of like, uh, some like program where it's like you buy so many things, like I, I can't remember. Like he was like comparing it to like a Nike. Or like, oh, am I gonna do this? Or like any other, or like, or like even like a Walmart or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, Sam, you have to understand that, um, that those brands have to have to have websites that work completely well because they their items don't fly off the shelf regardless. If your items are flying, if you're gonna sell every item within five minutes, regardless of what you do, you do the bare minimum every time. <laughs> yep from a business standpoint, you're doing the bare minimum. There's no reason for Supreme to put thousands of dollars into the programming, into the design of the website to make sure that bots can't get at it. If they're just going to sell the same amount of product, regardless, it doesn't make any sense. Um, he didn't like that answer, <laughs> but I'm like, dude, like businesses are going to business. Companies are going to company. You're, if you're, if your sole purpose of your company is to make money, you're going to do what you can to make the most money. That's just what you do. There's a reason why a lot of companies like there's a reason why the Amazons of the world are the, are the way that they are. And it's because their primary purpose is to make money. Some of them are just better at it than others, but I'll save that conversation for another time. That Amazon conversation is, um, is, <laughs> a, is an a, animal. An interesting one. Yeah. Oh my God. I've gotten, I've gotten so many arguments with people about Amazon. Um, but I yeah, we have similar, That'd be a productive conversation because I think we have similar views on that. Possibly, I feel like we talked about it before. Hmm. But um, yeah, we'll definitely set up for another day because I do. While I, while I do love talking to you, Brad, I don't know if I can. I'm literally the rest of my night is talking to people. I think I gotta call Sarah back. I gotta call Alex back. I'm streaming <laughs> later tonight, and then I'll, I'm jumping on I'm jumping on Discord later <laughs> to, to go over this. I'm really not going to stop talking until I go to bed tonight, which it's is like, fine. But... We all have. We all have lives to live. <laughs> all right, man. Well, um, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, as serious as it was. Um, sorry if we made you mad at some point. I mean, you know, I tried to, we, we tried, we're, we're trying to not, you know, the whole point of our argument was. Our I don't think we're taking any. That we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be divisive. So it's like, please don't be mad at me if something I said seemed divisive because I didn't mean it that way. Or if we said. That seemed divisive. We didn't mean it that way. Um, you know, we're just discussing it from our points of view. So, yeah. I th to be clear, to be uh, whether you're whether you support whatever side, to me, at the end of the day, you're, you're still a human. Um, yeah. And if you're a good person, you're a good person. Regardless exactly. Of, if you're a good regardless person, side, I'm gonna like if you. If I if I like you, I'm gonna like you regardless of who you go for. Depending. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about who you support. <laughs> it's about but, what you do with that support. But yeah. This is the bitter, the bittersweet taste podcast. Subscribe, oh, yeah, it is. leave a like, down, like, follow, do all the fun <laughs> things. 
Press all the buttons underneath your video or your feed. Press all the buttons. I don't care what they do. Just press all of them. <laughs> Except report. Don't don't click on that report. one. You but all of them just just. There's Actually, no yeah, any publicity is good. Publicity, yeah, you're reporting. Right? So we'll see what happens. All right, man. <laughs> Until next week. All right. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs>